Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation. Okay, it's a Thursday edition and it's a Sports Zone right here at Lagos Talks 91.3 FM. My name is Uluwa Kayade and uh, Femi, how are you doing? I'm very good. Good morning. Mm. Why, why are you sounding like uh, you're a bit, like I'm the one boring the Oh yeah, you station. are. I'm, I'm, uh, hey, remember what you just called that shot? What do you call it again? <laughs> you can, you can, can say just, it on air. Just no. go ahead and say it. No, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to be dragged into this. You know the funny thing, guys? Good morning. My name is Shagrag Bader, a.k.a. The Eagle. I'll introduce myself because you need to, you know, jiggle it up a bit, yeah? Yeah. yeah get jiggy with it. Yeah? <laughs> Let's get jiggy with it on the Thursday morning. You know, we're talking about how we like Christmas uh, jingles in the office, you know, mm. so it's May, but I won't say when the Christmas move, but I, I love a bit of jingling, yeah? Mm. That's, that's no harm. No harm, jing, jing, jingling and jiggling, hey? Mm. What's up? It keeps you alive, it raises, uh, you know, raises the temperature around the place mm. and all that, you know. Makes you feel alive Makes again. Makes your heart pump better. Yeah, do you understand? Yeah. You, you, you feel like a man, you know. I mean, Charles is always looking, you know, he's always looking forward to come to the office, get, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know. Anybody that knows Charles, you know, he walks around, you know, square shoulders and all, you know, looks very conservative, but we know him better. <laughs> <laughs> we know him better. And the less said about that, the better. Any good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, an absolute pleasure to be here once again. Let's go there. It's a Thursday. Um, do we have a name for Thursdays? Not yet. Not yet. I thought you said stay in bed Thursday or something. No, that's Wednesday. No, 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 no that's Tuesday for Charles. Tuesday. Stay at home Mondays. It's, follow the general what's going on. It's at home Wednesday. Yeah. It's at home Wednesday. It's at home Thursday yet. It's at home Wednesday. It's at home Monday. It's at home Monday. Sleep in bed Tuesday. Sleep in bed Tuesday for Charles Neil. Uh-huh. It's at home Wednesday. It's at home Wednesday. Uh-huh. We haven't picked on for Thursday yet. Thursday, I don't know. Friday will be probably. No, Friday is Fudgy Friday, Fudgy Freaky Friday, Friday yes. whatever. Mm-hmm. So Fancy Friday. Yeah, yeah. we we'll have to look for Thursday. some of the tea though. Treat, mm-hmm. treat mm-hmm. Thursday, treat at home. Mm. That sounds like no, somebody no, that has no, no, that's money. Too, no, that's too. No, mm. we need something more easily. To, yeah, anybody can relate to it. Right, but who who doesn't like treats? No, but that's what. I know you like treats, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Not be drawn into this. Are you ready? Uh, I'm done. The Emperor, the Conqueror, the Champion, the Lion is here. The Emperor, the Conqueror, the Champion, the Lion is here. The Emperor, the Conqueror, the Champion, the Lion is here. That's two minutes of wasted airtime. <laughs> That's two. I'm going to complain to That's two. I'm going to complain to ABC. That's two minutes of wasted airtime. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm here. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Nigerians know you are here. Two minutes of the world knows you around. <laughs> they don't bug you until you do that on Monday night football. <laughs> <laughs> that's an idea. Uh, as much as you are, that's Larry. An, that's, an idea. You know? that's an idea. That's an idea. That's an idea. I could I, roll. I know Larry would love it. Maybe I could roll. You know the way uh, these boxers dance into the. Into the ring, yeah, covered in the flag, yeah. yeah I know you'd love that. Yeah, you could, you do that to the final edition of your rapper. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, good morning, people. Um, t- today we want to speak to um a, a um a club owner, 
Yeah. And when we say club owner in Nigerian terms, a real club owner. Uh, because yesterday we talked about the MPFL and how supposedly some teams are lying down, playing dead, you know, aiding other teams to find reason to compete. So that's what we are going to do this morning. Uh, put a call through to one of the club owners in Nigerian football. Uh, find out his thoughts uh, concerning what's going on in the MPFL. If there is anything at all that's going on in the MPFL. Yeah. Um, our numbers this morning remains the same. Uh, 0809 uh, 234591 um, 0809-191-3913 and then 0809-222-0913 and we also have our landline 0151509913. Okay. Um, Joining us from Abuja uh, this morning is none other than uh, the chief himself, uh, Kunle Shoname. I'm sure this is a name that reverberates. Everybody knows uh, who he is. Uh, for those who do not, uh, he is the owner and proprietor of um, Remo Stars Football Club that competes in the elite division uh, here in Nigeria, the MPFL. Good morning, Mr. Shoname. Good to have you on Zone. Hello. Hello. Yeah, hello. Oh, okay. I th- hello, Charles. <laughs> yeah, good morning. I thought we lost you there for a few seconds. Good morning. Good to have you on Sports Zone. Thank you very much. Nice to be with you guys. Mm. Morning. All right. It's a, it's a full house. Um, Femi Faraway's here. Uh, Shagun Agbeda is also in the building as well. Morning, Chairman. And we can't forget Kyle. Hello, very good Just- morning, gentlemen. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Cardi is a producer. All right. Um, let's quickly get down to uh, matters that concern the MPFL because we know that you are on a time clock. You're actually at the airport looking to board a flight. Uh, so our time with you is uh, somewhat limited. But you are aware of, um, well, insinuations in the MPFL. Uh, that there are some teams that are, you know, lying down, playing dead, as we always, as we referred to it yesterday on the show, and allowing teams uh, desirous of playing on the continent easy passage uh, into the Super Six, ultimately co- um, competes for uh, the top position. And um, your team has been mentioned, especially concerning. Uh, the game against um, Plateau United, where you won by two goals to one. And this really hasn't made you happy in any form or measure. And you, you want to express your dissatisfaction uh, with these supposed stories making the rounds. Um, well, thank you very much, Charles. Um, and once again, good morning, gentlemen. Um, well, to be quite honest with you, um, I never actually had anything like that until uh, Monday when I had it um, from one of your shows. Um, you see, it 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 uh, it becomes a bit painful when uh, young boys display a lot of gallantry and um, dogs 
overcome a very, very good and formidable opponent. And uh, some people will come around and then um, want to take anything at all away from such a victory, from such a gallantry from the young boys. I, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's quite disheartening. Okay, let me take it like this. Um, there were five of us that were in good state for the Super Six from our group. That is a Bendel Insurance, who are supposedly be the runaway leaders. Inyiba, uh, Aqua United, ourselves, and Plateau United. That's um, for the past five games. So it's been, you know, Inyiba come second, we come third, uh, Plateau comes second, Aqua comes third, like that. And as at the last game, as at the last game, we were just leading them with one point. So if they had won, they would have been leading us with two points. We're on 27. We were on 27. They were on 26. So if they had won, they would have jumped to 20, 29. And we would have still been in, on 27. So how, how on earth can anyone now say that they would have left the game? It, it, I mean, it simply doesn't add up. It doesn't add up at all. And... Uh, the footage of the game is even on the internet as well. I mean, you, I mean, people could see could see how well the game was completed for. And let me now also bust your bubble. The officials of the game were also supposedly attacked because subsequently the IMC actually found them guilty of uh, attacking the referee and them also, you know, but. But taking that aside, it's it's not it's not nice for for people to cast aspersions on I mean on teams and these things have been coming up. I mean, where people try so hard to build a brand, some people just sit down somewhere and and then say all sorts. That was how the last time they said, "Oh, that uh, must have beat beat an official." And we said, "No, no official was assaulted at our game." It is not, it was simply not true. And we took our case to O&D, we provided evidences, video evidences, audio evidences that were incontrovertible. And our points were returned. People still went and said, oh, Israel monsters, it's, it's, it's not nice. I mean, so I'm really very glad that you've given an opportunity to explain this to the world as well. Mm. Okay, um, just before Shegun, Shegun wants to ask you a question, just before he does, um, there is the situation involving um, Gumbe United and your football club. Uh, you've slightly alluded to that and how you were initially uh, banned, well, not banned really, but um, punished by the IMC, three points taken away and uh, subsequently returned uh, to your football club. There are people out there who think uh, that Remo Stars is being favoured by the Nigeria Football Federation because they're the ones who overturned the decision of the IMC in the first place. Okay. Um, let me also say that uh, I'm also a member of the IMC in the first place. Mm. So if anybody was to favour me, it should have been the IMC because I am part and parcel of that party. Right? Um... Uh, so I cannot also uh, cast assertions on the IMC because I'm part of it. But that shows the 
kind of person I am. I don't interfere. We had our evidences, we had our CCTV footages of everything that, that, that transpired. We had it. They didn't know that. They only relied on the, um, the report of the referee. And we said no. Yes, the referee has written that the match come also corroborated the report of the referee. And we said, okay, that's fine. Let's go to OND. Based on the report, they sanctioned. And we said, no, it is not correct. That was not a true reflection of what happened. That these two guys sat down together, concocted the story together, and wrote it together. And, and they are expected to write the reports independently. Okay? We now went to OND. We went to OND. We showed them footages that look, these are the guys. See them here. See them going. See this guy. Does it look like anyone that's been assaulted or that's been harmed or that's been anything? It was clear to all to all that. We also provided audio the audio evidences where one of them was was saying that the other asked him to write like this. And we said, no, this is what are supposed to be to be written independently. So whereby they sat down together to jointly write a report, it cannot be relied upon. It's as simple as that. Mm. It's as simple as that. And also that, okay, they now said, okay, um, you said he hit the guy, right? And you've told people severally that it was a tap. And we insist that a tap, a tap to gain attention can never be termed as an assault. It's a, it's, it's a thing to gain attention. That cannot be an assault. And that was argued and argued and argued. And they saw that we were right. That no. The tap was, I mean, because the person in question that he said he wouldn't assault the person was not even fine at all. We showed footage also of the, from the beginning of the game, the end of the game, the guy was oxygen. And the guy was on oxygen. He's got oxygen put on his nose. So they saw reasons with us, and then they gave us back a point because they knew that, they, in fact, what was not even said was that they asked the match comp to be demoted to NNL mm. and they banned the referee till the end of the season okay. because of the evidence that we produced. Okay, why, why did the referees in, in refuse to come out for the second half anyway? That is exactly the point. He said because our general manager tapped him. Oh, okay. okay. But he didn't say tap. He said he, that he hit him. Okay. And there's a difference between tap to gain attention and hit. Just because they touch you to gain your attention cannot be termed as, as I mean, as that you are that you are being hit. Okay. So based on that, it's not going to come up. Okay. It was right. a ploy. Yeah, it was a ploy. It was a ploy. So, so the cause of the matter was uh, was it a tap or a hit? That was the cause of the matter. Yes, we were found guilty that what what was our match call doing in the I mean sorry, our general manager doing in the referee's dressing room. Yeah. That is fantastic. That is fine. That is fine. And I mean and we own up to that. That we are not expected to be there. Though many people go to the dressing rooms, I must also say this, but it's fine. But if it is not right, it is not right. We can get punished for that. I mean, and we're saying that for, for, look, like a case in question, like um, uh, that same week, Mitrovic of, um, of uh, Fulham, Fulham actually pushed 
push a referee on the field of play, right? And the middle view was sanctioned. Yes, that was an assault. It was pushed. Even at that, even at that, Fulham were not docked points. The referee was sanctioned. I mean, the, the, the player was sanctioned because it's got registration with the body, with the FA itself. If it were a fan, a spectator, it's even different. They look, my friend, we don't even know these guys who are going to sanction this club. But even in our own case, it was not even an asshole. It was not an asshole. So we were only made to uh, to pay a fine for for um, for letting um, uh, the general manager get access to the dressing room. Okay. And that was that. All right. Um, so that was exactly what happened, yeah. Uh, good morning, Mr. Shadowman. This is Shagwa Agwede. Yes, very good morning. Uh, uh, morning. I'd just like to say, first things first, um, I agree with you totally on the con- on the conspiracy issue that is absolute balderdash. I mean, you go away from home, you win a game, and then, I mean, that's unfortunate. Then, secondly, I do agree with you, too, that your match uh, club, your club rep, had absolutely no business being in the referee's room, I like the fact that you've clarified it. But going forward, these are the kind of things we do not need. You have no business tapping or being anywhere in the vicinity of the referee. But there's one thing I'd like to ask on behalf of our listeners because we get that that call every day. You're a club owner, one of the uh, one of the more decent clubs in the Premier League. Very well, I've had the what's the word honor privilege of coming to Kenneth to see what you guys are doing there. But you're also on the IMC and your club. Is there any? potential club uh, conflict of interest in your being on the governing board of the your intermediate uh, management committee of the league and being a club owner could you explain that to us i mean this is basically for okay. the elucidation of our listeners yes all right thank you very much um it is not absolute i must say um i've actually had the benefit of also being involved in uh, in football administration outside this country, Portugal specifically. And um, uh, the league board, at least in Portugal, is made up of club chairmen. Club chairmen. The league board is set policy direction for the league administrators. The league board should be different from the league administrator. The league board should only sit down two, three times in a year. They are not supposed to be uh, to act in executive capacity. There should be a CEO of the board, I mean, not because of the league, they run their own staff that is totally different from the board. It's like a board of directors of a company and then the management of the company. It's, it's exactly similar to that. So, I don't see anything uh, out of place for club chairman to be to be part of a league board. In fact, I don't think that is even the right thing, to be honest. To be honest. Because if the league, if the league is, a, is an enterprise, right? The constant of the league are these clubs. So, so I can 20 clubs come together. 20 clubs cannot come together, form a company, and uh, you are saying that the chairman must be someone else. The league must be, comp- or at least we must nominate who should be 
be on the board. Either you nominate or you go there yourself. That is the that is not a wrong thing to do. But it becomes wrong if we are involved in the day-to-day -day administration of the game. That is where it becomes wrong. And of course, uh, being Nigerian, there is a thin line between uh, executive and non-executive. But I pride myself, myself, and I think to a large extent, I think this this IMC that they try to distance themselves from the day-to-day. That apart from the head of operations who is David me, that doubles, of course, who is in between the management and the board, which is normal. So that that will be my position on it. All right. I like okay. to ask. Sorry, I'd just like to ask a question about this season, the IMC. Now, the yeah. what has been some of the challenges the IMC has faced, yeah. different from what we saw last season. Also, in addition to government interference, if there's any at all this season. Um, well, uh, I was not that last season. The IMC is only working on this season. But I think um, overall, overall, uh, I think, um, well, I don't know if it's correct for me to be saying that we've done a decent job. I mean, since I'm involved. But I think the league has, uh, has, uh, <laughs> I think don't come back. Don't come back. Uh-oh. Once it starts to scrabble like that, the network, that's network. Okay, you know, you know, thing I'll say, Charles, I'll try and get him back, but I like um, clarity, you know, because um, we live in a land of conspiracy theorists, and I like the clarity. First things first, I'm happy that he admitted that whether the guy was on oxygen or not, you understand, he had no business being anywhere near the referee. And of course, yeah, sorry, I mean, okay. I love the call. All right, uh -huh. continue. So I was saying that, um, well, I think we've done a decent job, as far as I'm concerned. But uh, I must also add that there is still a lot, 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 lot more to be done. If, if, uh, I, mean, like, I mean, like, if we had to get anything out of uh, football in Nigeria. Has there been any government interference in the way you operate things, or from what's from the ministry so far? Any interference outside of what you would normally go about? No. No. Definitely not. And it's not... None that I'm aware of. I mean, I, I, I mean, and I go to the meetings. I try to contribute as much as I can. And I mean, no, no. I mean, if if I wish from some other quarters, it has to be done uh, clandestinely. But whatever is brought to the meeting is trashed out properly, and um, we contribute as uh, as independently as we could. Okay, I, I just need further clarification on what you said about the IMC because um, I'm a bit confused. Um, as far as it concerns uh, the daily running of the, of the, of the league, the day-to-day -day running of the league, um, who then is responsible if not the IMC? And let me even say this, without any fear of contradiction, that I have never, never been to the office.
from the IMC. Never. And never. All the meetings we've had has been in uh, one Sandra Lea hotel. I mean, I've never been to the office before, and I will never go there. I mean, I have no business going there. I mean, and I think the same goes for most of the board members. Well, I can't say if they never, but but nobody actually goes there. You see the staff that work there. That's in the head of competition, head of this, head of that. Yes, maybe we see them in meetings once in a while coming to um, to bring um, documents to the to the CEO of the place. That's why they don't know me. But um, there's been clearly no interference. Clearly. Okay. Um, what would be your assessment of of the NPFL um, so far in terms of the runnings of it, in terms of the profits of being in the NPFL, and that brings me to the cost of running a football club. How much do you expend in a season just to keep Remo Stars afloat? Um, I don't know. Just Hello. Hello. I said both packs go between two fifty and three hundred million. Two fifty and three hundred million. How much is the prize money for winning the NPFL? Um hundred million this time around. So we're talking about most clubs running at a loss. Oh yes, all the clubs really. All the clubs. So so, clubs. so my question now is why then do we do it? Um okay, we do it for different reasons. Um to some. To some. Uh, it's um, it's uh, just development of their state. Uh, let's also remember that um, the money you don't spend on youth development, you eventually spend it on security. So um, maybe I'll not um, uh, quarrel too much about government sponsoring clubs. I mean, of course, I know that um, if they don't, it's better for the kids. You know, but for some other people like us, uh, the MPFL is just um, a tool to develop our young players, to develop these young boys, to toughen them up for the challenges abroad. Uh, because we, we, yes, I mean, football is not about competition, sporting glory, but for us, that is not the primary thing. Primary thing for us is to toughen these boys up in their process of development. So, in that fight, we gain a lot. We gain a lot. I mean, a lot of these boys now are currently, I mean, applying their trade in, uh, I mean, abroad. I mean, if they've not um, uh, been toughened up in the Premier League and things like that, probably they would not be as good as they are now. So, for us,
country as we look. So it, it says, so as far as you're concerned, Remo Stars is a name that has come to stay because for Nigerian football, it's full of you know teams that have come from the private sector and have never really um, stayed established. I mean, the names are endless. The kind of promise you will make is that Remo Stars will be here for a long time to come. Most definitely will be here for very, very, very long because we, we, we believe that our model is working, well, at least it has worked till now, and um, it's getting better by that year on year, it's getting better, you know, and of course, we know how football business works, you know, more people have their uh, sell on, I mean, like, like the ones who've collected money on this year, the next two years, if it's moving again, something else is coming, so it's, um, we, 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 we would almost be self-sustaining, really, to be honest. I mean, and when that happens, nobody needs to put a time. So, why wouldn't they? I mean, unless something terrible happens, I mean, unless our selection process is poor, then we, we, I mean, but it can be poor this season, next season we'll get it right. So, but on the balance, I think, yes, we are here for the long haul. All right. I'm very confident. I, I know you have a plane to catch, and uh, that... Yes. Yeah. That boarding announcement will soon be made. But we had the sport minister here yesterday on the show, and he said very clearly that if government removes its hands from sports in this country, that 95% of the federations would be comatose. Is that something that you agree with? Um, yes, I think that is correct. That is correct. Uh, with what um, with the template we have now, yes, that is correct. With the template we have now, that is correct. There is need for us to, to to look at sports as a business because that is what sports is. Sports can actually be a business. It's, in fact, a thriving business. So, but as, but as it is now, yes, I agree with him. I agree with him. I mean, like, see, for instance, the the MPFL. We have um, 18 government clubs and then um, two private clubs. The other private club just joined Okay. All right. Thank you so much, um, Chief Kunation Ame, for talking to us. And um, happy birthday in areas. It was your birthday a couple of, I think, two weeks ago? Yeah, that's correct. April 27th, precisely. Thank mm. you so very much. Okay. All right. Do take care and have, right. a, have a safe flight. Oh. All right. Then. Thank you. And thanks for having me on the show. All right. Thank you very much, gentlemen. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. 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 Very cheerful, man. Yeah, he's a correct guy. No? Mm, very mm, correct guy. Down to earth person. There are very few men who are rich and not um, arrogant. Mm-hmm. They're very, very few. Um, I, I, I've known him for from a distance for a very long time. But there was this day at the airport, you know, I was traveling and he was as well. I sat there doing my stuff, waiting for my flight. And this man walks over to me and says, uh, Good morning. My name is Kondeshan Ame. And I. Excuse me? <laughs> you know, I was, I, was, I was blown away. I was really blown away. So are you implying that he recognized you? 
Like I said, I was really blown away. You know, there are very few wealthy individuals who would do that sort of thing. You know, and it was sitting amongst the, you know, how rich people they want to mm-hmm. go up to the to the mm-hmm. executive lounge. Yeah. He didn't do that. He was sitting amongst the people very quietly, and you know. So yeah, I I, I do have a lot of respect for him and for those out there, especially Victor Ekpeba, who thinks they have something in for Remo Stars. That's not the case. You know, but we do have to ask the questions. You know, when we when we when we do need to. So where did that conspiracy thing start from? The the thing about the club to United. The club sides who who believe, you know, and it's not just one. I'm talking two, three club sides that believe uh, that these clubs um, are allowing some have headway. You know, gain advantage. But, there but, are. But I like the way you broke it down. Would have been hugely logical for Plato United who just. We're a point behind Remo to allow Remo to win. Abinobiso. No, so there was a fight in that game. Eventually, the IMC deducted three points. I think also fined them 2.5 million, closed the new Just Stadium. Right, so that means they can't play there at least for the next few games or the next few games. So there was a lot of controversy that recently that overturned three points for Gobe United. Is it one of those games overturned three points? So what they've done is they're saying, oh, Remo is building points to make the Super Six. So but the, that's the essence of the competition, isn't it? The IMC is giving it way. That's the conspiracy theory <laughs> to run and make it into the Super Six. That's three of the teams in group. No, a. but the conspiracy theory therein that was being spread, which Charles mentioned on Monday Night Football, was about United laid down and died. That they literally gifted the game to Remo for them to get, you know. And from what Kulishan uh, Ahmed said, that wasn't the case. That there was a point that. Um, and uh, uh, Remo Stars went to that game a point ahead of Plato uh, United. So what would they give? You know the thing points? about all these kind of um, theories is that when, when when it begins, it's not about rationality. People don't rationalize when they start these kind of things. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yes, Plato United still have some kind of uh, desire yeah, to play. The game, they would have. Been they two would have. Ahead, uh, yeah, you know, and and I did put a call through to the to the Plato United coach, and I asked him the same question: Did you guys in any way? You know, agree to, and he said, "Of course not." That they knew the responsibility that they had, and the and the opportunity that they had, should they have won then, that then, particular then, if fixture. If that's the case, then and after we hang on, and after the game which they lost, the fans actually attacked him and destroyed his official car on that particular day. Hmm. You know. So, like I said, people just raise up theories that sometimes make sense, sometimes don't make sense. But as 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 the fourth estate of the realm, we'll bring these things to the fore. Which is why the IMC in the first place, I've said, look, that all of the last games of the season, that they are going to be watching. You know, those at the top and those at the bottom as well. Because these things somehow, no matter how we want to think that it's non-existent, mm-hmm. can be. They can be. Yeah, but, but thinking but the, about the, the, point, the point I want to make is that shouldn't the fourth estate, that's the media, have a responsibility to the watching or listening public not to give um, ridiculous conspiracies oxygen? No, 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 no. Once you can, we can all conceive it. And if we if we can conceive it, the public and the media, it means people in administration can also conceive it. It's possible. It's like saying corruption. If I can think about it and the person on the street can think about it, automatically means that the person who is in government can also think about it because that person started from here and went all the way up there. 
So you can also think about it. There are new ways. And that's why you have to put them in check. Ask the questions, which were asked. And he's mm. given his answers. No, I think, but I think that particular concern is ridiculous. No, it's how? Ridiculous. How? No, but it's, no, because, it's let, not the, let, let me pick some of the conspiracies. The one they said, oh, the, the attack, right? And they said, oh, the guy had, I didn't see the, I didn't see the evidence. I didn't see, I'm just following the report. The guy was carrying oxygen. Now, it's possible. We've you could have used the oxygen as a weapon. Yes, we've now. seen yeah. it in time past where officials go, even on the field of play. We've seen officials come down on the field of play. So it happened. So the conspiracy theory, yeah, it just has to fly. I don't think it's wrong in its entirety, but I think that they have to clear it, remonstrate by saying, oh no, this did not happen. This is not true. This is why. No, it but that's, we're getting to an apples and oranges situation. The What happened in Remonstars? was a factual event. There was some form of contact between the general manager and the referee. But the way it now, was painted exactly. was he went into the dressing room, beat him up. Exactly. That was the way it was painted. right? Okay. And automatically, they went to the IMC. They deducted three points. There's a reason why that three points was taken in the first place because yes. some form of evidence has shown... There was a factual... Yes. There, was a, there was a series of events that happened. Yes. Cause which, and effect. Which is the cause and effect. Which is totally different from somebody sitting down somewhere and put out a conspiracy theory about a team who is just one point behind another no, team, and then that that no, set from what, three points at from home. From what Kunishana right. said, it's yeah. also a theory because he said at no point did they beat the referee. I don't feel me any. As I said, um, as I said, you are comparing two different situations. No, I'm just speaking. You are comparing one, the... one that you are, you are comparing one that happened, and then we are, no, that no, we are no, looking that at. Did, according to him, that didn't happen. According to the OD, that didn't happen. See, yeah, that's the thing about rumors. Rumors will always emerge. And once those rumors start to emerge and they can be detrimental mm-hmm. to the league in itself, mm-hmm. you let the people know exactly what people are thinking. It's now left for them to either diffuse the rumors, mm-hmm. you know, tell their side of the story, and then, you know, those who listen can come to a, a logical conclusion. I mean, but it's argue- just about telling, it's all, it's all about telling stories. Talk about telling stories. Because we were telling stories, we could also accuse Chelsea in the Premier League of uh, dashing people points for a, for a reason. You understand? And then decided that they didn't want to give uh, Bournemouth points over the weekend. So it happens. It happens. Just have to check. Do you have messages? Oh, yeah. We've got quite a few of them. Um, okay. So we have a few minutes before the break. I'm just going to read a few of them. It says, um, mm, Nigerians are so funny. We're clearly not ready in this country to run a football league. Uh, that message was sent to us uh, from Alex in Ikurudu. Uh, this one here says, Good morning, sports and family. It can be frustrating running a private-owned club in the NPFL. I wish Remonstars all the best. We need more privately-owned clubs in the league. Aisha Tilola. Uh, we've also got this. says, uh, Good morning, sports zone. Uh, Charles, but you, but you are rich now. And now you have a special introductory tune to sports zone. Is it not the opposite of Chief Shoname? <laughs> Okay. Uh, this one says, good morning, Charles. The prize money given to winners, runners-up, uh, can never cover the expenses, but money realized from endorsements, sales of match tickets, sales of clubs, adverts, sales of players, other clubs in Nigeria and outside the country. Uh, Where we more from Cyril Leary, right? And also broadcasting TV rights money, yeah. Uh, this here says, good morning, ladies and gentlemen of Sports Zone. Uh, amazing game five by the Golden State Warriors uh, over the Los Angeles Lakers. We're coming back smoking in game six at the home to wrap it up. Um, Charles, kindly what basketball you are missing? Shiju. 
Ah, man, that was a fantastic game from the Golden State Warriors. I thought they were dead and buried. But anyway, they're still alive. Oh, someone says Teta Tet Thursday. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. Who's that? Um, Wally from the island. Wally, cool. That's why I love our listeners. Teta, that's brilliant. Teta Tet Thursday. Yeah, that rhymes. That works. Okay, all right. That works. Uh, let's take a break right now. We'll come back, read a few more messages. Uh, we'll also take phone calls. Uh, okay, yeah, that's after this break. Yo, welcome back to the show. And um, in the break, we had um, we have some visitors in the studio, our friends from Sahara Group. We have the pleasure of um, Bethel Obiama, the head of corporate communications, and he wants to share. Something that's going to be of benefit to our listeners. So, Bethel, the mic is yours. Yeah, good morning, Lagos. Always great to be here on the zone. I feel like I'm part of the zone. So, here I have my colleagues with me here, Folu and also Miriam. And it's mad with football. As football comes to a glorious end this season, Sahara Group has unveiled an initiative which we call Mad with Football. That's making a difference with football. And we're having a number of our colleagues drawn from our locations in Africa, Asia, Europe, and the Middle East attend live matches at Old Trafford and Emirates. And we're also extending that same courtesy by giving away home game t-shirts to listeners and the general public. But the message behind my... Authentic, authentic, authentic Jesus. Not uh, bend down. Not, <laughs> not to jelly. <Jelleba. laughs> authentic <laughs> t-shirts. Yes, authentic t-shirts. Mm. Right. The, the message is football can drive inclusion, diversity, and we want to use that platform to push those core attributes that are there to us at Sahara Group. All right. So how does this work? What's the MO? What's the operation for this... So we have on our IG page, we would have a pin post that would be captured. IG Instagram. Instagram, yes. Uh, Mad with football. And uh, what you need to do as a listener or members of the public is to send in comments. How can football be used as a platform for driving and promoting inclusion and diversity? So after you've done that, get 10 people, tag 10 people to follow us and also like your comments with the hashtag mad with football and you stand a chance of winning your authentic jersey beyond the jersey and all the message here is how can we all leverage the beautiful round leather game to make diversity and inclusion work for the world yes but how does it benefit the listeners of sports zone particularly you stand that's 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 the constituency <laughs> that we represent well depending on how many <laughs> likes you get and how interesting your comments is you stand a chance of winning that authentic home jersey from mind you or arsenal okay mind you oh just those two okay nobody wants a chelsea jersey nowadays (laughs) (laughs) i find find that very insulting to be honest (laughs) it was meant to be (laughs) i find that very insulting how can you know how a chelsea jersey to give to our team listeners who they wear chelsea jersey now that's what they do. No, fact, but so, 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 I'm not, so, I, so I don't get a Chelsea jersey. No. You don't even get the jersey, the jersey of the Premier League champions in Manchester City. Hey, you fake, fake people. So this, this, <laughs> when was the last time United won a trophy? That, that's not the but they you won know, it the most times. Come on. Uh, they won a trophy this season. It, and you pick, you pick the two teams that have never won a trophy in the last 10 years. Last. 
United Come won on. a trophy this season. Come on. This season. Well, Charles, it's about, uh, Let's talk about the winners it's here. About it's about the winners. It's about diversity and inclusion. And at this time, we have our colleagues actually attending live matches at the Old Trafford and Emirates. And that's this weekend. Why, yes, so... Folu is leaving just tomorrow. Sorry, Miriam is leaving tomorrow. Why are you giving these people a heartbreak? <laughs> because they're going to lose this weekend. I mean, why do you... Chess is beyond losing. It's about participation. It's about competition. It's yeah, about match the experience. I understand. Miriam will be there live at Emirates. But Miriam, I know you, that you, the, the company that you represent has a winning mentality. Why would you take them to a club side <laughs> that erodes all of that? Winning is always ongoing, Charles. Mm. And that's what we've been doing over the past 26 years, mm. winning on all fronts. And failure doesn't define you for just a season. Exactly. It just tells you that this is what you do. I agree. Not it's one season. Point. We're talking about seasons on end, <laughs> which Man United represents. Yeah. But then again, it's it's an experience that everybody can savor, yeah? Mm. It's okay. So, so a match, so what you're saying match... Yes, Mary, Miriam here will see the Arsenal. Miriam, you want to talk about it? Arsenal game. Are you an Arsenal fan for a start? You do know that Arsenal is a football team. Yes, I know okay. that Arsenal is a football team. <laughs> <laughs> I will be seeing the Arsenal and Brighton match on Sunday. Wow, okay. Well, that's good. Who are you going to be rooting for? Arsenal. Yeah. Why do you <laughs> want to do this to you? Okay, but okay, okay, today is Thursday. Yes. Yeah, so I'm thinking, okay, fly out probably tomorrow. tomorrow okay, get into So town. we actually have 22 members of staff seeing those games. So we have Arsenal Brighton on Sunday, uh, Man U Chelsea on uh, 25th, which um, for Lukuti will be seeing. And of course, the final home game, Man U Fulham. So in all, we have 22 of our colleagues who will be seeing those matches beyond the club's uh, matches which we're going to see for us is the message of diversity and inclusion which we believe we're pushing as a brand okay so but since you're talking about diversity and inclusion what's the group thinking about pushing this to the largest sporting community because charles is right in fairness there's a huge premier league there's a fascination with uh, the premier league in in nigeria and we're talking about clubs across. We're talking about we can now have Newcastle fans, we have Aston Villa fans, City fans, Chelsea fans, whatnot. How do you intend to grow this pool and bring in like members of the public, the sporting fraternity? So be, you know, beyond, we, especially beyond Manchester United and Arsenal. Yes. Yeah, so you know, I had mentioned that beyond us attending those <laughs> matches, the comments that we get on the platform were actually from the basis. I see which, to drive. Okay. Yes, to drive what can be done ultimately so we expect the comp- the conversation to continue be it here in nigeria aimba uh, shooting and in ghana where we have operations wow. in dubai in geneva so so that's the plan so that those comments actually start that um, conversation around the globe there's so a what, message there's a message for you um um this is basi from ikurudu and basi says good morning guys uncle charles calm down they're trying to include the less privileged so they don't feel excluded. And I agree. I, I agree. Right, Chelsea, no jam. We're talking less privileged. Right, Chelsea, no jam. That Chelsea for deep. <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. No, but, 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 so, does that mean that you're, you know, okay, fine, you're this season, tail end of the season, yes. but we're looking at, you know, India abroad, so to speak. But are you saying that this could start to operate locally as well? 
Most which will shine a light on our, our league. Yeah, because we be actually have a program which we call Mad with Football. So Mad with Football will now permeate all the locations across, board. across the board. Yes, you find even uh, members of staff going to see matches live, even in Aimba, Aqua United, the Rebel Stars. Rebel Stars. Mm-hmm. The idea is just to push that message. Push this sport. You see, when you are right there in the stadium, race, gender, color, water views, immaterial. Mm. Everyone is united in that single moment of cheering mm. and being there for your team. And we want to leverage that to make the world a better place. You know, the fact he answered that question just helped also answer the question somebody had asked about local games, so it's good. Uh, but moving forward, since this plan has been on ground, maybe next season, will there be plans for maybe giving out merchandise from the Nigerian Premier Football League, like the jerseys you mentioned? Most certainly we plan to do that next season, so listeners can look out for that. We would have people attend those matches and also give out the home jerseys like you all know jerseys have become a symbol when you hold that jersey it goes beyond what you're holding the material it's talking about the history behind mm-hmm. the institution mm-hmm. it's talking about the very ethos that drive that institution so we want to leverage those things to make everyone know that that round leather game can actually become that thing that gravitates the whole world to unity to diversity and inclusion sahara believes so firmly that we can achieve this using football. You know, there's something Kulen Shodama said when we had him on, on air earlier on, which really struck my attention. He said, the more money you spend on youth development, which is what which is what he is doing, in almost as the less you spend on security. So it's absolutely brilliant, you know, that um, your group is coming to this field. And, um, yeah, let's hope that, um, you know, this can, this is like a takeoff, a platform to force way to be mad at football about football across board, both locally and um, abroad. Okay, our Absolutely. time is Absolutely. actually up. Uh, we do have to go. Um, it's nine o'clock already. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah. As well as our producer, our director. But our b- before, before we leave, um, why, why have you chosen to, to tell this story um, through Sportzone? Well, we, we have a history with Sportzone. We consider Sportzone to be a foremost um, sports platform in Nigeria and even in Africa. I find that uh, we get, I say we because I believe I belong to this family. We get calls from people outside. We didn't pay you for this, by the way. Just for the listeners. I've been on the show a couple of times. I, I can feel the banter. I can feel the very inclusion and di- oh, diversity you guys need to have. That's, I hope that will come through. I don't we'll see. Uh, well, a couple okay, of times we we'll have a smattering of appearances of mm. some ladies. Yeah, mm. but Sportzone for us is that platform that can help send that message far and wide. And I believe right now people can hear loud and clear. We can actually be mad with football, make a difference with football. I like that. Mad with football. Charles, you haven't introduced Kaudio. I don't want to tell anybody. <laughs> grab I mean, please introduce him. Before the dog has salary, I beg, I beg, introduce Kaudio. All right, we do, we do have to go. Um, thank you for coming through. Um, Mary, is it Miriam or Miriam? Miriam. Okay. Um, any, any words that you want to share with our listeners? Um, I just I just hope that this initiative that Sahara is starting, you guys will engage on our social media and feel the buzz, participate, and somebody might just win the jerseys and 
Maybe next year you might go with us to Old Trafford or Emirates. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. No promises. I was kind of hoping that you would make a prediction for this game well, on Sunday. You never know. Uh, okay, the Arsenal Brighton. Let's press you for Arsenal, Arsenal Brighton. Who's going to win? Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, you got it right. Arsenal, Everton, uh, Brighton chopped 5 1 the other day now. So it's. It. They will chop it up. That's what together. makes it more difficult for Arsenal. Yeah, they will chop because it. Because Brighton lost. Uh-huh. It's they will more chop difficult. It. The There's an Arsenal fan it. in there. Oh, my, oh, is it my... Hey. I, I was listening to all the great three. I mean, talk, talk inside, Mike. Who do you, who do you think will... And, and this is you trying not to be biased. Yes? Follow up. Yes, follow. Uh, which, which I know will be difficult. But um, the, the FA Cup final, who do you think is most likely to win? Well, I think definitely United is going to give it a fight. Oh, I said don't be biased. You know the year word. I said don't be biased. You can't predict City. Uh-huh. This is a cup final. Cup final. Forget league form. Yeah, and all exactly. This is a cup it's final. It's a derby and a cup final. Okay, What's okay, okay. Um, make your prediction based on form. Form. 3-1 United. Are you going to Old Trafford? Yes, sir. No wonder. Omo, uh, yeah, enjoy yourself. Yeah. Enjoy the episode. And as Bethel said, please log on to our Instagram. You know, check it out and yeah, participate. This is a really good um, initiative we're trying to push. And you know, football is big, as you said, in mm. Nigeria. So mm. a lot of people would be able to you know um, relate. relate to this and you know at least just get into the hype of football locally, especially you know get into that hype. And mm. I think there's a lot. There's a lot to grow from that. We look forward to it. All right, thank you. All right, thank, thank you so you much. Very, very much. Bethel, Folu, Mariam, thank you very much. Thank you, Lagos. Thank you, Spots. Dami, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And um, on that very... Uh, Kaori, so do you have any last question to ask? No, no questions. No questions. No, but if it's Spots, we just realized that when I came in, that was when the... The offer that we might go next year came up. <laughs> Until I came in, there was no need to give that offer. Uh, so, okay. that, that, just wanted to bring that up. Okay, do well. Uh, you know, you know, you always have to have the last word. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So we're out of here. Thank you very much, guys. Much appreciated. I wish you safe journey and all that. Yes, I bet come back and just us about the experience. Uh, so, yeah, amen to that. Wolves, have you, have you been to a football match before? No, First time. First time. No, she's going for the Arsenal. I'm going for Arsenal. United Bright- Okay, so this is your first live football match. Yes. Sir. Come back and just also. It's a wonderful. I've been to the Emirates Bowl. It's a lovely oh, place. Geez. Yes. <laughs> I dropped it. Yes, I've been to Old Town. I've been to Emirates. Wait till. I've been to Goodison Park. I tried. Don't walk out. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you, ladies. All right. All right. Thank you. And on that note, signing out. Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation.